not enough sleep again. Thinking of you sinking with dark happiness. I want to taste the sweetness of falling, a vibration of bliss, a bird of light. butterfly. I want to sleep into your dreams. Welcome to Arts Monday Sympoesis here on Eastside Radio 89.7 FM. This program takes place on the Gerigal land of the Eora Nation, traditional custodians of this land, and I pay my respect to the elders, past, present, and yet to come. My name is Ira and I will be with you for the next hour and a half. Today we will be in conversation with curator, writer, artist and researcher Annabelle Lacroix to talk about her project Radio Insomnia, an all-night broadcast for night communities. Radio Insomnia is interested in the political and poetic forces of waking at night, whether by constraint or by choice. It asks, what is the potential of listening at night when wakefulness is embraced rather than endured? For more about it all, stay tuned to Eastside FM.
Annabelle, do we have you on the line? Hi, Ira. I'm here. Hi. Good morning. Where are you dialing us from and what surrounds you as you speak to us this morning? Um, so I'm calling uh, from the university at UNSW uh, in Paddington um, uh, because I'm doing research here. And um, I'm just in a room with... Um, some tables and couches and screen and nice view over the city. And is this your usual Monday or what are your Monday mornings commonly like? I'm assuming given the title of your project Radio Insomnia <laughs> that mornings might not be your time of day. <laughs> um, well, it depends. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I am a chronic insomniac and so... You know, um, some days mornings can be difficult or sometimes um, it's important to sort of take sleep whenever you can if that, you know, is in the morning or in the afternoon. And so I guess I would sometimes not follow quite a regular schedule like a nine to five sort of work week. Mm. Um, but recently, yeah, I've been um, I've been having a pretty, pretty good sleep. So I'm... Uh, I'm actually a morning person, <laughs> so I like uh, I like uh, being up and uh, and getting to my day quite early. Yeah. Mm. You say you are a chronic insomniac. Has this been something that has been following you your whole life, or something that you developed at some point? Mm. Um, it's something that uh, uh, came in, I suppose. Um, much uh, later. Um, so I have to say that Radio Insomnia is also a project that I do in collaboration with an artist um, called uh, Nicolas Monjamont. And he's been an insomniac since childhood. Um, but for me, yeah, it's something that, that came during my 20s. Um, and I guess I've always had kind of difficulty falling asleep. Um, but then I started uh, doing night work night shifts um, when I was a student um, working in a bar uh, or as a waitress um, until 4am, 5am and I sort of started, um, yeah, that's how it sort of launched the schedule of working at night and um, and later also um, realising that um, I guess my, my life became queered and I started to see the world differently and that created a, a kind of... Um, unsettling I suppose in my body and my mind and that I think that um, definitely played a role in, in keep, keeping me awake um, knowing that things yeah were different than how um, they might appear so that's when uh, that sort of chronicity happened where um, there was sort of no going back in a sense um, yeah but it's something that um, I have to say I I tend to um, take positively. I guess it's, mm -hmm. um, that's the whole sort of idea behind Radio Insomnia and the project is to say, well, um, there are many temporalities that exist, there's many ways of being, um, and, and time is, is one of them. So what happens when we actually listen to that and um, sort of reclaim nighttime in a sense? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And what does uh, a typical broadcast of radio insomnia entail? What does it sound like? What is in the program, in other words? Yeah, so um, it's a project that 
is very recent. It's very new. We launched um, with the first broadcast uh, in July. Um, and for us, uh, we take radio as um, something that happens as a, as a kind of event that happens in time with others, um, either in person or through um, listening. Um, and so the broadcast usually um, sort of alternates between conversations as well as sound. So we sort of create a program a little bit like a usual radio station where you would have sometimes conversations and also times with sound and music. Um, but we take that sort of creatively. Um, we have often artist commissions. Um, so we invite musicians or visual artists or different kinds of artists to respond to this idea of what radio, radio insomnia is and is trying to to do. And um, and then we also try to, yeah, engage with, um, yeah, different either like theorists, artists or people who are also thinking through the night and thinking about radio as a medium. Mm. And have you discovered that amongst artists there are many insomniacs? Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. um, I guess um, there are many insomniacs, uh, and it's been it's been very interesting um, actually to engage in conversation. Uh, and there's something quite liberating um, when this topic is usually sort of a bit taboo or something that we don't really. Um, Speak, speak about kind of more broadly. And so that's how the project sort of started for me because it was not going to be a project <laughs> in that sense. But then I started um, uh, talking with, with artists um, as it was just sort of I started researching re, uh, insomnia um, just for myself on the side. Um, and I discovered that historically, we used to sleep in multiple phases. So before the industrial revolution, um, it was just natural to be awake at night. Um, we would have two sleeps, uh, first sleep and then be awake in the middle of the night um, doing activities or also there was an important sort of time for telling of dreams or for productivity as well and sort of synchronizing modes of production um, in society and so speaking about that with artists who are also concerned with um, questions of how life is kind of unfolding under different forces of of the economy um, uh, yeah sort of had some interesting responses and so that's how it evolved as it became an artistic project from those conversations with artists mm. you just mentioned dreams and one curiosity I had is if you're an insomniac and you don't sleep through the night, does it mean that you dream less or where do <laughs> dreams fit into this schedule, I suppose? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, well, for me personally, um, I dream, I guess, quite rarely <laughs> um, because, uh, yeah, the dream state is something that happened in in um, very deep sleep uh, and so when when your sleep is disturbed uh, often it means that you might experience dreams differently but um, they do happen on occasion and as part of 
Radio Insomnia will have um, actually uh, Heather Content's um, dream report, which is um, interested in in dreams. And I guess the project is is interested in wakefulness rather than dreams. So mm. it's dreams. Yeah, implies that you're asleep, <laughs> but for us, more importantly, we're interested in the porosity between the two uh, and how, um, yeah, things are, are porous and um, one informs the other. And for me, there's also a lot of kind of um, dreaming that happens while you're awake or daydreaming. Um, and so we're quite interested in, yeah, in those intersections as well. Mm. And when you speak about dream report, can you tell us a bit more about this aspect of the show? Yeah, so um, Radio Insomnia is um, is part of an exhibition that's taking place at Tinched's Gallery, which is at the University of Sydney. Um, the exhibition is called Amplify Story, Resistance and Radio. And it's, a, it's an exhibition that you can go and visit in the gallery. Um, and Radio Insomnia is only one of the many programs that is happening in the next um, six weeks. So the Dream Report is um, one one of those events um, by Heather Content. And so if uh, if you go on the uh, Teen Chance Gallery website, you can find details about the whole program. I think it's happening every Thursday, if I remember correctly. So you, you're invited to come tell your dreams to Heather and uh, as a regular activity as part of the exhibition we'll also host the dream report in um, in Radio Insomnia. Mm. And then you will also have uh, your own uh, broadcast overnight on 15th and 16th of November I believe and the session is titled Wakefulness as Resistance. So in some ways this uh, project Radio Insomnia is a form of activism would you say so? Yeah, that's how um that's how we we see it um because we think that um sleep has been completely depoliticized in in the way that um there is a sense that you have to be in control um of your own self and your own sleep and if if you don't sleep well um you know in a sense you're sort of like being a bad citizen <laughs> because um there is a sense that, um, yeah, you have to control yourself in going to bed early and having a sleep hygiene. You have to, to be ready for the morning to be productive and contribute to society. Um, so we sort of try to um, uh, deconstruct that a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, and how, yeah, things like, um, sleep apps and calm and all that is sort of like used in, in a particular way. Um, so instead, we think that um, yeah, there is something very political in in being desynchronized with that with that kind of um, of thinking. And the this title wakefulness as resistance is also a way to respond to the exhibition that is looking at ways in which um, radio. Uh, is uh, yeah is related to to activism and also urban politics more more broadly, um, and so for us we feel that nighttime is definitely something that we 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 need to look at more collectively and how we experience that. Um, and I think in Sydney, it's quite interesting um, 
especially you know since the local laws like nighttime has been something that has been heavily regulated um and uh yeah so we think about uh about that so there is i guess resistance in the also in the kind of physical sense like as action and how um yeah nighttime historically is a really important time um for activism um i'm thinking about for example like um in the feminist movement um uh women's circles uh, would like uh gather at night in the in the kitchen um but also um lots of activism happens um uh, everywhere around the world because of during war time or um in a sense like nighttime uh yeah like important things um have have to happen <laughs> anyway so they take place when they can mm. um and that's really interesting but also it's a I would call it also a kind of soft activism in mm. the sense that um, uh, for us it's a question that's absolutely collective, but also on a personal level. Um, the fact, um, like I do in a sense, um, sort of taking sleep when it comes and not overly being worried about um, not not sleeping at night, for example, is the kind of thing that I reclaim for myself um, as sort of not, not conforming to <laughs> um uh to the normal schedule for example so yeah we think that it's um it's both sort of like soft activism and something more active and collective mm. you're on ICED radio 89.7 fm this is arts monday Simpoesis, and we are in conversation with curator writer artist and researcher annabelle lacroix with whom we are talking radio insomnia and all-night broadcasts for night communities, which is interested in the political and poetic forces of waking at night. Annabelle, you just mentioned this idea of soft activism and a nighttime as a time of revolution or of dreaming a revolution in literal sense. Uh, but uh, speaking about dreams, this time of... Um, night when we are in between state of sleep and wakefulness is um, in some way hallucinatory. It's like a trance-like state. And writer and journalist Jonathan Cott said how this is the time of the day when one is not quite together in conventional sense, but is at the mercy of something beyond oneself. And this beyond oneself seems to speak about this potential of thinking differently, which is a prerequisite for revolution in some way. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a state that I absolutely love <laughs> myself, uh, being in that in-between. Um, and I think it, I mean, there is um, something very poetic about that, but I think there's also a science behind it where we, we know that during those stages in between sleep of wakefulness that's when the the connections around around the brain are sort of reorganized differently so yeah the brain actually physiologically operates in a different way which is how there is this kind of saying that artists create at night or sort of like nighttime is a kind of time for creativity because um neurons sort of actually are more flexible i'm not sure if that's the right word but yeah. um kind of re yeah reorganized connections would be made that that just wouldn't um 
happen when the brain is functioning in its in its other particular way um, during the day. Yeah. Mm. And then, in addition to that, you're also interested in, in exploring specific type of listening that happens within those hours. Have you discovered that the capacity to listen or the way that we listen is different at those times of day? Mm. Yeah, and that's a really difficult question because listening is very subjective. Mm. And so um, there is that that sense that um, at night we are more attentive um, and, the, yeah, a, a number of, of um, radio people uh, really uh, talk about this and the way that radio is made at night is also different during the day. Um, and there's a sense that it's also, for me, it's also connected, I guess, to the daily rhythms uh, of the day. So during the day, we, we our mind um, is focused on yeah, the things we have to do for work, um, care uh, and um, at night there might be a, a more sort of peaceful time that might be yeah you might be sort of more open for listening in in different ways um, and yeah there's that sort of I guess a bit eerie sense um, and uh, yeah for me I think it, it's interesting to to think about insomnia as a kind of alarm an alarm bell, I guess, is, is something that is commonly said for insomnia to be. And um, I think it's interesting to, to sort of use that and think, well, if we awake at night, uh, what can we listen to? What is the signal? Is, a, is it something that sort of comes um, internally, but also quite literally when you, when you awake at night and you start sort of listening to your environment, uh, to the sea sounds? Oh, there's something quite beautiful about that as well, and so what what can we what can we broadcast that might connect to you as a listener who is awake at night? Mm. When you speak about alarm bell, do you mean that something that we should worry about comes up in that time of day? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when there is a a lot of um, research around the connection between insomnia and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and that often that um, f- in some cases, not all of them, but in uh, in some cases, insomnia is a is a natural response um, to anxiety, and um, and that in a sense, today that um, that sort of sensation that something is wrong is often being repressed. Um, so that um yeah you you it, it means that like something is wrong with you <laughs> whereas mm-hmm. um you know well actually um you know there's a, a a lot of discussion now just to give you an example about um about climate anxiety and how um that is particularly affecting to to young people and to everyone and so in a sense, what we're trying to say is like, well, yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of things that are that are wrong and that we should worry worry about. So instead of repressing mm. that signal, then if we start listening to it, then maybe it's a way of of addressing um, and like perhaps creating change um, instead of um, yeah of of having maybe guilt or thinking that yeah you. Um, this is because of me or I need like 
to fall asleep again. Instead, well, just like um, get up and do something <laughs> mm. to address what you know what's going on, uh, whether it's about the climate or about um, about something personal. Mm. Uh, and yeah, for me, I think that that's really important. Mm. And then when we get up and do something, we can put on radio insomnia as one of those things. <laughs> and then I'm wondering, the program that you put together and this uh, potential panel discussions or conversations, are they political? Are you gearing towards that to actually speak about those things that are of concern when we wake at night? Yeah, um, exactly. So the, there's also a kind of balance between sort of political discussion and also artistic ones. Mm -hmm. um, and so for this next podcast, we've um, invited a render artists who are also involved in the exhibition Amplify um, with Sally Ann McIntyre uh, and the Radio Queens, Pip Stafford and um, Julia Doua, and talking about um, how all of these ideas um, also have a, a artistic are part of an artistic exploration or um how they can be the driver for artists and how they tackle this and so um we're doing this with uh sound artists who particularly work with radio as a medium and the possibility of, of the medium to to sort of deconstruct what radio can be and use that time as a way for creating a different kind of radio territory mm. um but for to answer your question i guess um Yeah, for example, in the in the first broadcast that we that we did, um, we invited uh, uh, workers who do night shifts and and researchers who are also interested in in some of the aspects of particular um, yeah of night work, uh, and so yeah, so the program is kind of balanced between those the, those two things. Mm. And so on the fifteenth, sixteenth November, how can we get involved um, or where can we find out more as the time comes closer? Yeah, so um, you can um, check on the Team Chess Gallery website um, where all the program is, um, but also through the Radio Insomnia website. And so that's insomnia.radio.fm. And so the whole program will be streamed online so you can uh, tune in uh, that night so from the Wednesday 15th at midnight until Thursday morning at 6 a.m uh, and so we'll also have a chat on the website so you can uh, also write to us uh, uh, contribute as some as some questions um, as well and there will be more information posted on, on the website and also uh, on the teachers gallery with more details um, about the program a bit closer to the date. Uh, yeah. Annabelle, thank you for joining us on East Side this morning to talk about Radio Insomnia. Thanks, Yura. That was curator, writer, artist and researcher Annabelle LaCroix, with whom we were talking about Radio Insomnia, an all-night broadcast for night communities, which asks what is the potential of listening at night when wakefulness is embraced rather than endured. For more about Radio Insomnia, head to insomnia.radio.fm. You're on Eastside Radio. 
This is Arts Monday Simpoesi streaming to you from the Gedigal land of the Eora Nation. Ah. Smell like a brewery, looking like a tramp. Ain't got a quarter, got a postage stamp. And fire like shadow boxing all around the town. Talking with the old man sleeping on the ground. Beside the booting now, zooting now, hooting now, cone. Sharing his apartment with a telephone pole. And a fishnet stocking, spike heel shoes. Strip tees, prick tees, car keys, blues. And the porno floor show live nude girl. Dreamy and creamy and the brunette curls. Chest in Morgan and the watermelon rose. Raise my rent and take off all your clothes. With the trench coats, magazines, a bottle full of rum.